Reggie Fizeme. What else is he doing? He's being what a GameStop. Game he has, like, he, he, has like fucking, he works for like Beyblade and he works for like, <laughs> Wait, I'm serious. He works, I'm serious. He works for some kind of top spinning company. I'm it might not be Beyblade, Are but he's sure not top spin the golf company. <laughs> no, no. It's a, it's a, it's one of the top company, like the bat Bakugan or something. <laughs> ba, isn't there like the Bakugan? Companies. It's the top. He does the best business for the number one companies. I'm looking it up where he works. I would but he love just... if like this is like just some like you're misunderstanding like someone saying yeah you see, he works for a top company a top company Beyblades. <laughs> where does he work now? He's big time. Let's see where he works. <laughs> I thought it was GameStop. Yeah, he's the board. Oh, he he's on the board of directors of GameStop for sure. He is there now. Yeah, hold on. Wikipedia. <laughs> yes, uh, dude. I got so somebody posted the other day. They're like the uh, Nintendo Mount Rushmore is Miyamoto. Um, uh, Re- it was Reggie Miyamoto, and then who were the other two? Reggie's uh, not uh, on Awada, the fucking Mount Rushmore. Awada. Yeah, no, no, I, I basically Iwata, responded. I, I said. Yes, I said Awada. And then Ag Aonuma. I yes, I think that might have been who it was, and I and I think I replied with like, no disrespect for Reggie, but no Koji Kondo, get right. the fuck out of here. Hey everybody, welcome to Pursuing Pixels. My name's Kevin Portelli, and I'm here tonight with Randall Nolery. Hey everybody, and John Hines. Hello, hello. And guys, mm-hmm. it's video game time. Oh, as always, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's still that's like the best I can do to vary it up on the intro. <laughs> but <laughs> instead of I'll it's time it. to talk about some video games, it's video game time. Video Are game you time. Ready for some video games. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, we're we're back as always to talk about some games. And uh, John, I know you're probably probably playing the newest game out of all of us. Although by the time this episode comes out, it's not going to be super new. But within the last month or so, it's uh, a new release or so. And uh, I know it's on Switch. It might be available on other platforms as well. It is but, indeed. Uh, I mean, oh, nice! I believe it's out. Let me double check. Drum roll. It is on PC, Switch, and PS4 totally. Oh, nice. Beautiful. On huh. Steam and nice. Itch.io. Sweet. But it is Pedal Crash, a new puzzler that is done in the NES era of puzzle games. Yes. Um, it is a sliding block game where you match tiles of different colors and there are plenty of options that are also for like uh you can do it for different flower types and you have colorblind options as well as like different suits of cards and like decks so there's tons of different options but the gameplay is centered around matching blocks that you slide um I forget what the there's always a game that you uh Kevin Cyber Protocol. Yep. I, as soon as you started you talking, go. I was like, Are we talking Cyber Protocol style game? <laughs> Again, yes. always Again. back to Cyber Protocol <laughs> yes. where Best you highlight game. a tile and you select a direction and it slides all the way to the uh side until it hits okay. a wall or a barrier or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the only way that you clear blocks are by crashing them into other blocks of the same color. So let's say you just line two of them next to each other. If the act of sliding does not cause them to collide with each other, it won't clear. 
So in that way, that's how you start to plan to like set up combos. Because okay. any time that you crash a tile into a matching tile, they will also burst and they will push. Even if it's just two, like if you hit two green ones together, they'll mm-hmm. that'll well, be a, ch- a combo or whatever. Yes, that'll be a combo and then it'll burst and it will push any adjacent uh, uh, tiles into either an open space and it'll send it across the screen. Mm. Or if it's next to another tile that uh, it hasn't crashed into yet then that will cause it to crash and then set off another one. So you can set ah. these like, ah. like different pathways. So like you have different options as you play. Like there's a story mode, which is a great gateway to like you play. Uh, it's a kind of the typical hero's journey. And like a, the story is actually written by Zach Morrison, who did uh, does a webcomic called Paranatural that I'm also a, a big fan of. Cool. But, nice. Um, the story mode is a hero's journey where you're just fighting. Uh, there are seven characters in total, and you're trying to gather all of the gems, like flower gems, to like grant a wish. And it's just a, it's a very simple setup <laughs> so that you play six like uh, like one on one matches Ooh, like nice. in a series. Nice, um, and it tells a cute little story each time. It's it's very charming. But uh, in that mode, there's a kind of tug of war at the bottom of the screen that changes with the difficulty that you select at the beginning. And as you clear items, it moves the tug of war towards your opponent. And once it reaches the edge, that will uh, cause them to lose a health point and the tug of war will reset. And you keep doing that. You can uh, uh, clear blocks in order to move the tug of war or you can set up them to try to uh generate combos and move it more like uh significantly from side to side so you can like be uh, doing these lots of like really quick little clears or you can take your time and try to set up a much bigger one okay Um, but yeah like so like right off the bat it's just a really fun and pretty like intricate uh but not like difficult uh like mechanic to play but then there's in addition to the story mode and versus mode that it has there's also a puzzle mode i thought i saw that yes and it's up to four player versus by the way right i think i saw that because a lot of the clips i saw were of uh like multiplayer clips i kind of thought it seemed more like almost like a battle puzzler i only see one to two clips i saw one Only to one two. to two? Okay. So I was gonna I, see. I'm, comple- I'm completely thinking of a different game, maybe. <laughs> um, I mean, I know I'm thinking of the right game, but I, I must be thinking of a different game that had the four-player clips, but mm-hmm. never mind that. But um, there's also a puzzle mode where it like will give you a set amount of moves, and like it'll also give you objectives like, oh, you need to clear all of this color from the screen, or you need to... like like you can leave certain colors in or you make maybe clear the entire screen and then it will restrict you like you can only move like a tile to the right x amount of times or you can only move anything in any direction x amount of times so it like it starts off very easy in the puzzle mode i think i've cleared maybe the easiest board Mm-hmm. and it gets very hard very quick <laughs> i haven't <laughs> been able to uh complete another board since 
Um, and it also Jeez. gives you the option to custom make your own puzzles Ooh, and oh, then send cool. those to other people. That's sweet. Oh, nice. so it does have some online functionality. Mm-hmm. Because I remember checking, like, I was like, if this has online, like, battle mode, like, I'm buying this because I could see us playing this. Yeah. But uh, I didn't see any, like, online play in, in terms of the versus mode. But that's cool that you can share levels and stuff. Yeah. It, it definitely gives me the same vibe as, like, uh, when we played, like, Crossneak Plus uh, ah. like, uh, locally as a versus I mode. I still can't. I still haven't beaten the tutorial of that game. Oh I, my there's God. like one, I'm serious. There's like one challenge that like I can't do fast enough. <laughs> and I, cause I, there's been a couple times I've been like, I'm going to make a 15 minutes of game of Crossney cause it's a cool game, but I, I literally can't get into the actual game. Oh my God. But, <laughs> I'll, I'll have to come over at one yeah point i gotta i got you gotta show me some techniques or something yeah some cross sneaks um but no that's a, another great game yeah um but yes yeah, like or and the combo system also feels very much like uh puyo puyo at least to Ooh. me in that like i get it but i'm also not very good at it <laughs> i totally so, hear yeah. you there there's some so, dumb yeah. luck involved in some of those type of puzzle games absolutely <laughs> and like they're at least in the easier difficulties i've been taking my time and like tr- really trying to set up long combos but yeah like the as you're every time that you move a tile there are little tiles that have kind of a countdown like wheel on them in a specific color and that will show you what the next tile will grow out of that one okay and you if you okay. press l and r it will skip the like countdown and it will just populate all of those but also if the entire board is filled up then you can't that's when you automatically lose so there is kind of a balance okay. between taking your time and like setting up huge combos or like just clearing the board to make sure that you're not getting overgrown. And I, I think it's a it's a really like again, like not overly complicated, but like just deep enough that like there's a lot to sink your teeth into. Yeah, nice. and I'm sure if especially if you're like able to play competitively with somebody, because I know like Randall, you and I have played oh yeah, uh, what's it, bust a move for oh, and yes. stuff like that. Like for hours and hours yes. on end like if you can find somebody that you have a pretty comparable skill level with it and playing like competitive puzzle battlers and it, actually even not we don't even have to be that comparable because there were nights that like you would win 30 out of <laughs> you know out of 40 matches i think and that happened most recently yeah yeah like i just know like there were definitely times where either i felt like i was dominating oh, yeah. or vice versa like <laughs> oh, i swear yeah. i'm gonna win one I'm, I'm gonna win one one of these days <laughs> there's but, a like, sense of momentum I, there <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like when you can, yeah, those that type of game. And so, John, are you like selecting the tiles that you're moving with like a cursor, like like uh, yo, what's it, Tetris Attack style? Or, yeah, uh, like I, it is. Uh, like I've been using yeah, that's, the a, D, that's what I was looking D-pad. for. Puzzle League. But like also, I, I just remembered. I was trying to think when I first described it. Like, what was the third tile set that you could choose from between flower, uh, card suites? There is also a uh, nondescript cookie uh style set which is naturally very clearly based off yoshi's cookie <laughs> oh nice yeah. awesome <laughs> it, so it also yeah controls like that or it's a grid based like i i favor the d-pad just because i like yeah for those when it's a tile based game absolutely yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but uh, also i did want to say like in like it's uh adhering to an nes style the soundtrack done by michael staple is incredible and i think is really reminiscent of 
like the Game Boy and NES Kirby titles Ooh. and just fits Ooh. in perfectly with it. I really yeah. love the soundtrack and I think each character has their own theme that just really fits them and makes each level feel distinct. Love it. Nice. The The clip you posted when you first picked up the game, the music was definitely what caught my attention. So mm-hmm. Each that's character awesome. having their own theme is always such a big deal in those games, too. It's one of my favorite things about Pokemon Puzzle League. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. And uh, what's it called? Uh, Super Fighter Turbo. Puzzle Fighter? Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that, that, that makes a big difference for sure. That's awesome. awesome. Yeah, I, I definitely got to pick this game up. It's very but, uh, fun. Yeah, I guess uh, so I'm going to flip the order of the game since we're talking about puzzles and stuff. The order that I was going to talk about, I got a couple of games I wanted to just talk about real quick. They're both platformers, but I'm going to talk about Yin and Yang first from uh, Matt Ugg or Matthew Hobbs. And uh, Connor Grail does all the music and sound design. Uh, and for pretty much all the games that Matt Ugg has worked on, but like this game was done, I think like he's done a lot of the stuff. I think I did one episode where we kind of, I highlighted two or three, maybe even four of his games. Um, but I've definitely highlighted a few of them before. Um, but I really love this game. It's like, so yin and yang, you, you control essentially there's like these little single screen puzzle platforming levels and you're in control of the, uh, you know, there's like a, a yin yang essentially on the screen that as you move you're in control of the like each character player character is like the dot on each side of the yin yang so like the screen has this like kind of like and the pixels kind of like have this wobbliness to them like you know like the early simpsons like that like wobble vision or whatever they call it. <laughs> Dr. Uh, Katz has like a, movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It has like a little squiggle vision is what they call yeah. it. Yep. And uh, yep. yeah, and it has like a little bit of that squiggliness to it, which it just like makes the game kind of feel alive. And the music just has like this really energetic, like it's not quite what you would expect for this type of game. And it's a short, you know, I think there's 15 or 16 levels, okay. but essentially, yeah, you're in control of the, uh, black character which is essentially like the dot on the white side of the yin yang Mm -hmm. and then at any moment you can jump and move side to side and it's kind of like a stiffer platforming like it's not super there's a little bit of finesse that is involved but it's mostly just like more about like precision and figuring out like the puzzle and then at any moment you can again you can jump like i said and then you can flip the yin yang and then wherever your uh uh, black character is and it's just like simple like kind of one bit two bit pixel art uh, the white character will then flip like they'll flip and you can always be like because it's the yin yang like where you can always look at the other characters so you'll know as soon as you flip that's where your character is going to end up so it's right. all about getting to the the door that you need to the exit essentially of each level mm-hmm. and there'll be like spikes in the way but you'll have to like jump over this gap and like it looks like you're going to fall into a pit but then at the last second you flip the yin yang around and then like now you're on the platform that you needed to be on and again because you're able to see the other character at all times even though it's kind of disorienting at times but you're still able to see like essentially like wherever that other white character is you're able to flip that and that, that is where you'll end up. So, like, if you're able to kind of keep an eye on that, and again, it takes a few tries maybe on each level to kind of, like, familiarize yourself with the level. Okay, this is the approach I need to take. Some of them, you know, are a little more immediate, but there were definitely some where I was like, oh, how am I going to do this? But, um, you know, like many of his other games that's super short, you know, I think it took me 10 or 15 minutes at the most to beat. Nice. 
Um, but it's also playable right in the browser nice. on itch.io. So I'll have links in the episode description here. Um, and I did a little 15 minutes of game and yeah, I know, I know it was under 15 minutes, um, the video itself. So, but oh, it's, it's just a really cool game and a, just another step up. And it's actually a take on, he, he put out this game. I don't know if it's even still on his site, but it's called Apple. And it was just like a really short, I think it took me less than a minute to beat mm-hmm. and you control this. It's the same like little pixel art character and you either go, I'm not even going to spoil it because you can probably play it. So you can, you can, you, you <laughs> basically can make, right. you can make, yeah. And you can make one of two decisions. So I'll put a link to that as well. Nice. Um, but it's just like a cool little, like it seemed, I was like, man, I can't believe you took all this time to make this prototype and whatever, just to like make this little one minute game. But it makes sense now that there was like, okay, he incorporated that into another, uh, game design. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, another game I just wanted to highlight real quick. And to be honest, I don't even know what to say about this game because there's not that much to it, but it's a game called Rite, R-I-T-E, and it's just like a kind of super Meat Boy style platformer, but in like the truest sense of the term, like you don't have any like Celeste style dash or any power-ups or anything. You can jump, you can wall jump, and that's it, and you just avoid spikes and uh you know swinging saw blades and spinning buzz saws and whatnot as you do and then there'll be like 20 gems on each level that you can collect and there every level is like a single screen platforming level um but some of them will you know there's definitely the perspective will change like it'll be like way zoomed out it'll be kind of a bigger level that you have to traverse quite a bit and sometimes it'll be like really tight like almost maze-like corridors where you're running through like more like timing based where you're sneaking through the buzz saws and the chains and whatever like the the different uh not necessarily enemies but uh, obstacles or whatever that you need but it's basically there'll be one main gem that you need to collect to open the exit of the level um and then other than that yeah there'll be 20 others on each level so i like how like just straightforward it is and this game was only five bucks like it really caught my eye um and it has a really great soundtrack and it, it nice. just like it just is what it is you know it's just like if you like precision platformers it this is that with no frills uh but a really great soundtrack there's five worlds with i think 30 either 32 or 36 levels each um, I, th- I want to say it's 32. Um, the one, like one small gripe would be like the mu- the music's amazing. Uh, it's from uh, I think it's Grand Prize Big Fuzz, which is an amazing <laughs> uh, name. It's if, if not that, it's something very similar to that. Um, but it's really it's really really great. I actually think they just won some kind of indie uh, game award for it. Nice recently, but uh, it's like. The, for each each world has a song so it, mm-hmm. it can get a little bit repetitive because i'll say like gotcha. the the first time i sat down i beat the first two worlds and like you know maybe i played for an hour or so and then i the second time i sat down i beat the third world same amount of time the last time i sat down i think i beat like maybe 10 levels max Got same you. amount of time like they're Jeez. getting really tough um, again, I am going for this is like one of those games, like even though I just talk all the time or sometimes at least about how like I don't go for 100 percent all the time anymore when I play games. If it is a game that's like precision platformer and it's just straight up like 
get these three coins on every level or get these 20 collective. Like if it's so obvious and that's like kind of the point of the game is the precision platforming. It's like, I'm, I'm usually going to go for that. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm, I'm going for the hundred percent. I'm not going for like speed running. Although I will say this game is like ripe for the picking on speed running, uh, whether you're going for a hundred percent or just pure speed, but like it is like, it's, it's definitely made with that in mind, I think. Um, but just like it, the controls are just so, so perfect. Nice. I, I That's just the important thing em- there. Yeah. It, with, yeah. With a precision platformer. And especially yeah. if you're like throwing one with really no gimmicks to it, there's nothing to this game that's throwing anything at you other than like beautiful pixel art, nice chip tunes and solid level design. And that's really all they have on offer. And it doesn't feel like it's lacking at all because it just feels so great to play. Um, every time you die, it feel like, you know, sometimes it feels like I'm like, ah, fuck this controller. But that's just because I'm using a <laughs> controller I'm not so used to. Because uh, for the moment, this game's only available on PC. But again, it's only five bucks. Nice. Um, it was the first game I bought during the pandemic when, you know, I've just been like, ah, I'm going to try to save some money and not buy so much. But um, yeah, for five bucks, I was just like, this game just looks so me. I got to buy it. And, and it's it's kind of funny too. There's like, we had our heyday of precision platformers, like at the end of the two thousands, I guess with all those games that came out then, but really in the meantime, besides like Celeste, there haven't been that many of those anymore. No, that's a good, that's a really good point. Yeah. So, I mean, it's cool to see, you know, games like right come around and, you know, offer that up again because it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a great. And that's like, for me, one of my favorite genres, you know, I just, it just feels so satisfying to to play through levels and like overcome challenges when it's just purely skill based and player based. Like I don't I don't know. It just feels so good when the when the controls are spot on. Like you could just put me in an empty room and I could just jump around and wall jump and you know give me a few <laughs> things to to you know maneuver around on and like I could just play as this character for forever. You know it just feels so good to play as. So. Nice. Yeah. But uh, highest compliment yeah, for that. Yeah, for real. Yeah, it's not easy to do. Not no. easy to do. So, uh, but yeah, I've I've rambled enough about the couple of games I wanted to uh, fire off on this episode. But uh, what have you been uh, playing uh, this week, Randall? Let me ramble. Yeah, <laughs> I got a feeling I know what this is all about. Oh, ramble. It's what you've been waiting for. I'm going to yeah, say, so, well, we've been waiting for John. We've been waiting for John. <laughs> That's true. I've been waiting for John because John enjoys basketball. Like I, John might enjoy basketball more than I enjoy basketball, actually. So that's, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I I, and I enjoy just boat. listening to you yeah. both talk about basketball. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I hope our listeners like hearing both of us <laughs> talk about basketball. Hey, we got one. We got one Twitter comment about it. Yeah, yeah. They were they were like I listened. They were like I came for the Metroidvanias and I stuck around for the NBA 2K talk. That's what I'm talking so, about. Those are my shout people. out. Nice. Those are my people. So here's more of it. Hope you like it because I'm going to talk about NBA 2K20. And way back in the day, I talked about how I played the NBA 2K20 demo. And I wasn't necessarily a huge fan of what I played in the MyGM, what they call the MyGM 2.0, essentially. Mm-hmm. So in uh, NBA 2K18 and 19, it was essentially the same MyGM mode with, you know, updated rosters, essentially. Uh, yeah. And it was very straightforward, and you could basically get away with doing practically anything you wanted as a GM and 
Um, it was very, very open structure and that was fine. I had a lot of fun with that. And, you know, I obviously had got the most out of that. I played hundreds of hours between those two games just in that mode. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. But in NBA 2K20, you get MyGM 2.0, and it's a lot more structured. So now they've got this action point system where in a given day and week, you have typically three action points that you can use. And, uh, you know, that could be making a trade for a player or signing an extension or, you know, uh, even talking to players to like boost them up for a given game can cause you an action point. There's a lot of different things you can do as the GM. Um, hiring staff can cost you an action point. Uh, lots of stuff. Uh, but it, that basically kind of brings you in where, you know, there's kind of barriers on what you can get away with doing where you can't just make, you know, you can't just be the most prolific GM of all time and make like a shit ton of moves in one day to completely remake your team. It just doesn't work like that anymore. Yeah, so let it, me trade off my whole roster yeah. for, <laughs> which is yeah. like my favorite moment, honestly, in, in these games is like, okay, let me start with the Pistons in 2019 and this squad's not great. So let mm-hmm. me just tear it to shreds, sell it for parts. <laughs> Who are you keeping? Uh, I don't think I kept anybody for very long. <laughs> Maybe Chauncey, Chauncey Billups. Not Chauncey's a coach now. <laughs> yeah, he's an assistant coach. Is he really? Yes, yeah. he just got Good hired. for Chauncey. Good for, I, this is how far behind I am on basketball. Like I said, I just like listening to you guys talk basketball, but like talking to guys. I liked the Pistons at one point. <laughs> is that Tayshaun Prince? <laughs> you talking about practice? <laughs> That's my dude. Mm-hmm. Um no, so I didn't keep any of those players for very long. They were all assets, as uh, apparently LeBron talked about his Lakers squad when he first got there. <laughs> referred to them as assets. So there was a lot of Oh, assets man, we were just turn. praising LeBron before the episode, <laughs> yeah, too. It was. Congratulations, champion LeBron. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. He earned it. I can't take that away from him. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe he plays my GM mode. He's yeah. used to all the I, you stats. Know, he does. And he stuff. plays 2K. He's no, talked he about plays, in the past. Oh, I thought you were going to say he plays my GM mode in the real NBA. <laughs> he does. <laughs> he does that too. Uh, GM. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's great. <laughs> and coach. Um, <laughs> anyway, we're we're now way off topic. <laughs> yeah. Of. Sorry. 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 Um, <laughs> so the action point system kind of brings you back into some sort of semblance of reality where like I can't just tear everything to shreds like I want to ASAP. I've got to like mm-hmm. really work through my squad and and build it slowly over time and and make trades slowly over time for draft picks that I can then hopefully get in the draft lottery, which is you know the top, you know, 13, 15 or whatever and get a really solid player that I can then develop. Um so that takes time. There's also what they've added in this new MyGM 2.0 is a skill tree, um, mm. like you see in a lot of RPGs. Actually. Yeah, I was going to say this is already sounding very RPG. It yeah. is an RPG. That's that's what MyGM mode is, is an RPG, just like yeah. basketball themed. And it really super is with MyGM 2.0. Um, so in that skill tree, as you gain experience points... By winning games and doing things, you can unlock, uh, you know, things you can unlock in your skill tree that might be, you know, uh, player morale is increased with every win or, you know, yes. your uh, yeah. passive skills. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or um, 
uh, like you can, you know, upgrade your ability to get more concessions or merchandise revenue, which is a whole separate, it's not just like the player management. There's like the whole franchise management, right? Where I set prices on items, um, which dictates my budget going into the next year. Oh my God. So like, yes. I'm nerdy enough that I get involved in that level of stuff too. Right. Oh so, yeah. Cause we were, we were just talking about roller coaster tycoon. It's yes. like, it's mm-hmm. final fantasy meets roller coaster tycoon. <laughs> It's basketball. <laughs> yes. Basketball themed <laughs> RPG. Um, so yeah, you got the skill tree for those type of things that goes in like a million directions. I unlocked the entire skill tree because I played for too long. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually got to the point in the game where it's like, yep, you've completed this. Uh, you can keep playing if you want, but you know, you've, <laughs> you've done everything. <laughs> so, um, so real quick, like yeah. other than the rosters, do like each team have like different starting stats like the lakers obviously have more money and cash flow in real life is that reflected in the game it is and your owner also dictates your budget he says and you'll get goals and there there's a lot more emphasis on the goals so often with the detroit pistons owner being in a bit of a smaller market says yeah "Eh, we're not going to get into luxury tax here make sure you stay under the luxury tax and i can Mm. still so i can give him an answer and say yeah can do buddy yeah i'm here for you or i can say i'm not sure if that's possible (laughs) he's like well you're not paying the bills so that like (laughs) yeah i i got a question like do you think they put that in like i know we're talking about it kind of as like an rpg yeah do you think they put that in like to appeal to gamers or do you think they put that in to appeal to basketball fans that really want to like get into the nitty gritty like like who do you think's yeah. getting the like are you getting more out of that as a basketball fan or more out of that as an RPG and who's speed running 2k20 and being like oh you gotta you gotta start out with the wizards just like wait till season Beal 15 and, yeah, yeah get wall and you can move them and you're in a great position to build from there uh, and the owner is super generous. My my answer to your question, Kevin, is both. I think honestly, at least in my experience, that's really it's cool. Both. Uh, I honestly, that's really cool. It, it hits both of my my buttons that way. You know, as like uh, a person who plays video games and a person that enjoys you know basketball and basketball, not just basketball, but basketball simulation. This is not NBA Jam. This is like full out simulation of the game of basketball in the NBA. Yeah, yeah a different version of fantasy sports you know a fantasy basketball but like being a little bit more in control as opposed to just gambling (laughs) essentially my favorite honestly this like the nerdiest part is my favorite part of playing a given season in my gm is the off season because (laughs) because that's not only when you draft you find out where your position is in the draft if you happen to trade for a lottery pick or have one if your team is bad enough Um, yeah so i I, at one point i had like five picks in a given first round which was pretty fun um but then you know after you draft you could also like can hire new staff that have different badges the badges offer different things like teams perform better in the fourth quarter or you know veteran free agents do better with you or free agents in general want to sign with you uh more than other teams like there's like depth upon depth upon depth like and if you get certain coaches they can develop players that are more likely to have elite badges so like there's layers on layers that all compound on each other in this thing and then you can there's a free agency period where i can choose to uh, offer you know the the qualifying offer to my given players so they can be restricted free agents or i can choose to let them go but you always keep them because they're assets 
and you can trade Jesus. them later. You don't just let players walk. <laughs> See, I, I feel like I sold this short comparing it to Roller Coaster Tycoon. It's more like Civilization <laughs> kinda. or something. Yes. Yes. What were you about to say, John? I don't know why, but like for some reason, like I would like this sounds incredibly up my alley and like yeah, i am it is. a mm-hmm. like big <laughs> nba fan but yes. like and a numbers fan yes but for <laughs> some reason like i feel like i would love this game if it was just like a roguelike that like yeah. randomly generated players like i well, feel doesn't it kind of as it, seasons go on it does so i'm i'm in like t- or at least i was before i deleted this because i had to because i just continue the loop over and over again so mm-hmm. i was in season i was in like year 2047 or something like that mm-hmm. um and then you get that far out and it's auto generating rookies for the next drafts and yeah. other like free agents so it's it is doing that over time like I, know. Think, uh, I, I don't know. Like I, I don't know if it's because like I have such like an emotional attachment and like I care a lot about like the actual literal players. Yeah. That like I would like it if it was more like just random like sleeve McDykel like <laughs> yeah. randomly named people like <laughs> you who, get to like, that aren't point. associated with anything like yes because I could totally see myself like getting into like a fan like. Honestly, that's kind of the reason why I like got really into Blaseball was like, uh, yeah. that's exactly what I was thinking like, there about. There was yeah. just no re- reason for me to like, I don't know, have any attachment outside. Like I could passively engage in it. And like, I wish that like this was mo- there was like a fantasy, like my GM mode or like that was its own game. Because like, I think that would be like so much up my alley. You get well, yeah, eight or nine it, seasons out, and that's basically what you're ending up in. Yeah. Like, honestly, as players retire. It would be super cool, though, to be able to, like, throughout the, like, getting, like, maybe completing certain challenges and then giving certain buffs to, like, specific players and yeah. whatnot. And, like, that I that could be really fun, like, if it were, like, a totally procedurally generated basketball franchise or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. What's that, the name of the big cool guy on the Nuggets? I'm blanking at this moment. Nikola Jokic. Jokic. Jokic is my assistant coach. What? So, <laughs> yeah. What? Yes. Like, so, did he retire? Like, yes, he retired and then got into coaching, and I picked him up as my assistant coach because he had the badges I wanted because he could train other players. He had an F for defense. God, but, yes. The, the players can be... Oh, yeesh. my God. Their skills... That's really cool, over. actually. Yes. This is incredible. Yes. Carmelo was yeah. for a while, too. He was my assistant coach for a while. Oh, but so. then he died of old age because he <laughs> yeah. been playing well then uh, Chauncey's got to be in there yeah he, I, I think so I never got a chance to grab him otherwise I definitely would have being a Pistons guy but um, oh yeah the only other thing I'll talk about because I've already talked way too long about it because I'm just this is what I spent no. my time on for way too that's, long hey that's that's why we save the NBA talk for the end of the episode so we can gab on as long as we want and so. people can just skip yes yeah. go ahead we put that, the t- we got I'm... the timestamps for you you don't have to listen to this if you don't want <laughs> Besides goals, there's there's given goals in in a season, like stay under the luxury cap. Um, like your owner says, hey, we got a good squad this year. Um, let's let's go for the championship or let's at least go to the conference finals. Right. Right. Um, or they'll say, I think we're right on the, the precipice of this. Let's build a big three. And by big three, they mean we've got two players ranked uh, with a rating of 84 or above. Let's get a third one, either in free agency or by trading. Mm. Um, yeah. but then there's also tasks, which are kind of the next level below, 
um, that are kind of more day to day, like, Hey, this guy's morale is really low. Can you like chit chat with him for a while? And that's, you will spend, I will say the downside of this game, if, if there is one besides playing it too much is you have to <laughs> chit chat with a lot of your players to get your team chemistry up. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also get your team chemistry up by telling your trainer to focus on team chemistry in, in the fundamental area of training. This is the level of detail you can get into. But your team chemistry can make you know, make or break your success in the playoffs. So you have to chit-chat with all of your players to make sure that they're in an excellent mood mm-hmm. so that they perform at their <laughs> peak. And, you know, if you make too many trades, that's when, you you know, team chemistry goes down, morale goes down, da-da-da. But yeah, there's there's this again layers upon layers in this whole thing, and I could just go on forever. But yeah, I mean, it sounds like it's truly well. incorporating like every type of game almost, you know, like yeah. relationship simulator. Like, yeah. oh man, my best friend just got traded. Now the morale is down on the team. Like, it, yeah. it sounds nuts. It yeah. sounds nuts. You have press conferences, and they'll ask you questions, and if you answer it the wrong way, your whole team's morale can go down. Yeah, quick time, quick yeah. time events on the uh, press conferences. Kinda, yeah. Like, there's no timer, <laughs> but yeah, essentially that's what they yeah. are. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yes. That's so I'll awesome. stop. I'll, I'll give it no, a break. Hey, but but hey, we're always if we're always happy. I always feel bad, but you always say, "Hey, it's fine to save NBA for the end of the you episode." Have to save so, it to the end. Yes. Um, but we can talk NBA all day. No, so. I deleted it now, so we can't talk about it anymore. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Until the next until the yeah Yeah, until the playoffs start again and the next sale comes around exactly when I can get two K twenty one between three and five dollars then I'll start talking about it again. (laughs) Good deal. Well, uh, well, I think uh, we could pretty much wrap it up uh, there this week, guys. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. Good deal. Yeah. Well, uh, I know coming up soon we're probably going to talk. I still haven't talked about my uh, resolution game Undertale mm-hmm. on the podcast, and I think we should have that coming up super yes, soon because we're a couple episodes ahead of the game here. So for our holiday episode, I got to squeeze that in under the wire. I know Randall <laughs> and I both have been playing some Undertale. Yep. Uh, I actually played some of John's resolution game all the way through it. I actually beat Transistor. Yeah. We talked about it briefly on the podcast. Before, did you ever finish that, John? I didn't. I got caught up in Hades and stuck nice. with that. That's what got me. That's what got nice. me going back. Hades, just like, oh man, I like this, but like, I don't know if I'm ready for this breakneck pace right now. So like this slow, like, transistor just looks a little bit more chill, even yeah, though it's, it's a very more frantic. Right? Yeah, ex- deliberate's a better word than chill. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're probably going to talk about some of the some of those in DJ. I think booted up Deadbolt as well, so nice. we'll probably talk about a bunch of our resolution games and maybe some uh, It Can Fell as well. I don't know. I feel like that's just a good tie-in with Undertale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll edit this out if we don't end up talking about those <laughs> games all in the same episode, or I won't. We'll see. But uh, either way. Um, thanks for listening as always. And, uh, you can find us on the internet at, uh, pursuing Um, I think you actually do have to type the WWW by the way, for some what? reason, if I just type pursuing it doesn't work. It better. So you do have it's to put the, the worldwide web. Yeah. We're, uh, we're I need, worldwide. I got man. some work to do then. <laughs> no, it's all good, but yeah, but we're at, uh, www.pursuingpixels.com, but we're also on Twitter, Instagram, all the other links and whatnot are at the bottom of the episode description. Come hang with us on discord. Um, we're always talking shit in there and, uh, yeah, otherwise we will, uh, catch you next week. Thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. 
I I like the guy, man. Like Me as too. a person yeah. and as a player, like I got no disrespect. I think he's cool, man. Yeah. I don't understand the hatred for him other than it's just obvious to just want to hate the the best. Yep. I mean, that, that was also like how quick like the Golden State Warriors went from being like the darlings of the league <laughs> to like yeah we to hate, hate we it god we got their dynasty they're I mean, going when they to got win Durant, everything. that kind of pissed me off i'll be honest Durant's oh yeah my favorite no, i didn't i wasn't but also at the same Durant's time amazing but yeah <clears throat> at the same time i was like but when are we going to get the chance to see like a perfect team <laughs> like, so i was i was actually kind of really pumped for like durant to be on their team because it was like we're never gonna see like a basketball team that's just that good it's like if you went that. to 2k and like said i just want to play as the all-star version of this team that was the fucking <laughs> active team that like, yes. what the hell Give me the old. Nintendo team. You remember Basically. the Nintendo team and then in that Super team Soccer? Lost to the Toronto yeah. Raptors, and it was the greatest yeah, moment of dude. my life. Yeah, dude. I love that Raptors squad. That Same. was awesome. Like, again, like that scrappy. Oh. Yes. Oh. Yes. Like, you guys are giving me gold for the intro outro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I definitely peaked when I mentioned the Toronto Raptors. <laughs> oh, you're good. You're good, dude. We have a little, we have always have a couple audio glitches. Uh, there, so 